Hello and welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. On this week, we jump into the 1973 classic, The Wicker Man, and I just want to jump into it, so here we go! Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Daniel, one of the hosts, and my other lovely host, right, this, uh, right kind of adult, adult. What the fuck? <laughs> for this scenario. <laughs> this right kind of adult. That's what they kept calling him. You're the right kind of adult. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought your brain was like... <laughs> the whiskey. Snapping. <laughs> the whiskey screwing me up. I got it. I got it. It was my brain that was. I'm joined by Ann Schuster. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to talk about the Wicker Man. Not the, uh, what's his name? Nicolas Cage. Not the Nicolas Cage one. No, the the original from 1973. And boy, oh boy, this movie was bat shit crazy. I loved it so much. I loved it so much. I have Danny and I haven't even talked about it yet. Like, I loved it so much. All right. (laughs) So we did this in two parts. I loved it. (laughs) The first part. Oh my god. We watched uh, most or almost half of it while drinking. um, We watched thirty-five minutes of it. Which, when we restarted it tonight, I was like, we only fucking watched thirty-five minutes of it because when we stopped. I had written two pages of notes at that point. <laughs> like, in 35 minutes, this movie was so crazy. I could watch this all fucking day. So, we were drinking uh, honey whiskey oh, because of the bees thing from the, the remake, but there was no bees involved in this one. <laughs> no, there were no bees, but you know what? I am totally okay with that. Like, this movie is perfect. I wish every movie... I wish every movie was this movie. <laughs> okay, so we have, uh, what's his name? Sergeant Holly. Oh, Sergeant Holly, who was played by, I don't even know. <laughs> you guys, the only important, important person in this movie is Christopher Lee, who plays just some kind of weirdo. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. So Sergeant Holly goes to Summer Isle because a murder mystery situation happened where a girl's missing and he's trying to find out what's happening with this missing girl. Mm-hmm. And no one on the island's giving him a time of day. But I don't even know how to... Let's let's just... I mean, hopefully you've seen this movie. You should watch it before... Let's do this. Everybody should watch this movie, and then you should go tell everybody else to watch this movie. You guys, please. You know, I just need to say, I'm really sorry. Movies, like these weird horror movies made in the 70s, there's this weird, like... They're so fucking creepy. Like, they have such a weird, like, unsettling feeling about them. So, Christopher Lee said this is his greatest role. And that's. Did he really? Oh my god, I love him so much. (laughs) What other movie can you see Christopher Lee cross dress and sing or 
What was that beautiful kill outfit he was wearing? This whole entire movie, his outfits were on point. We will, and I have, trust me, I have plenty of notes about that. Like, um. Let's kind of go through it. Kind of. Step by step. Sure. So he gets to the island. It's like when he gets to the island. So you know in Beauty and the Beast when Belle's walking through her town and is just like, oh, bonjour, and everyone's just going about their day and whatever. It's like that, except everyone's looking out their window and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, everybody is like opening their door and peering out with a big scowl on their face. Like, hmm, who is this chump running amok in our little fucking weird-ass town. My first major note besides Corn Rigs or Bonnie, which is the best song ever, drop in right here. Was upon a llama's night when Corn Rigs are Bonnie Beneath the moon's unclouded light I held a while to Annie Time went by with careless heed Till tween the late and early With small persuasion she agreed To see me through the barley Corn rigs and barley rigs And corn rigs are bonny I'm going to talk, 85% of my notes are about Magnet. <laughs> Magnet's the one that made the music for Magnet this? made the music for this film, and we have listened to this soundtrack, like, so many times, I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> this music is fucking amazing. I think it's the first musical horror movie I've ever seen. Everything about this movie is just absolutely Perfect. So my second major oh. note is never trust old white men in turtlenecks. Because when he gets to the island... Are you talking about the bar owner? No, all, when he gets on the beach, all of them have turtlenecks almost. Oh. And they're all like, nope, never seen her. Nope, doesn't look familiar. Never no, no, seen her. Don't know that. Like, like she, they all have like their little captain's hat yeah. on. They're like old like seamen. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I mean, and I love that. That's like, honestly, that's one of my... Ideal group, uh, like I being like, and I know this is probably not the right time to say this because like old men are actually turning out to be like massive creeps, but I have always found that like I get along super well with old men to be in a bar with these old dudes when they're singing. <laughs> like, can I can I pay money to do that? Just be in a bar with a bunch of like old. Scotsmen, like, who are drunk singing songs about fucking the barmaid's daughter. Please, God. And she's involved. So, but first he goes mm. to Mae Morrison's candy shop, which is kind of rad. Uh, a lot of bunnies. A lot of chocolate bunnies. This is... Would you consider this an Easter movie? I mean, it's a May movie. It's East... Sure. Bunnies. Gather the kids round and say, <laughs> fam, what I want to talk about is the real Easter. And show them, show them this. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> he he goes into the candy shop and meets <coughs> a young girl who's painting. 
And this bothered me both times I've seen this intro, because I watched part of it before. I was like, oh, I need to do this with Bourbon and Blood. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, painting, and he, like, the cop joins in. Like, painting is not a two-person job. No, it's not. Like, that's really kind of ruining her vibe. How, you know, can I even say, like, as a parent, sometimes, like, I would be coloring, you know, alongside my kids, and I would be, like, doing a really awesome job coloring on something, and then they'd be like, can I color on your page? And I'd have to be like, yeah, that's fine, sure. No, you just shut that shit down. Yeah. <sighs> but man, sometimes I wanted to be like, I'm doing a really fucking good job coloring on <laughs> it. And now you want to Don't come ruin on my bunny. and ruin it? Damn. But no, it's the... Isn't isn't she the supposed to be the mom of the missing girl? Yeah, and I guess that's the sister yeah. of the missing girl. Because he asked, like, have you seen... What's the missing girl's name? I wrote Rowan. it down. Rowan. He's like, have you seen Rowan? And she's like, yeah, she hops around in the field. They're, like, really trying to convince him that it's a bunny. It's a rabbit. Do you have Rowan's any notes before rabbit. we get to the bar? No. I mean, mostly about Magnet. <laughs> what do you got about Magnet? Just that I love them so much. Uh. <laughs> this song. I love... I don't know. I love... Do you have a favorite song from the movie? Well, the corn rigs. Corn rigs are bonnie? Corn rigs are bonnie. Corn rigs are bonnie. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like the, um, the May, the May Day, the Maypole one. That's a good one. I like that one. So I want to I wanna find this fucking stuff. We're going to get it on vinyl. Doing some weird so he goes to get a room at the bar, the local pub. And yeah, it's like an inn, so he can get a room. Yeah, and there's a bar. And boy, oh boy, this bar owner, who do I love him? He is saucy <laughs> as fuck. He's very feminine. Yeah, he is really feminine, but then he's like, he's... His daughter... The landlord's the daughter. The landlord's daughter is like... Willow. Bo- is that her name? Willow? Yeah. Man, she is... She, they, I mean... She is She is comfortable in her sexuality. Girl... Christopher Lee's character it. was Be constantly careful, like though. offering her up men outside her yeah, window. And she like, was like... She's the goddess of sex, apparently. Just take them. Sure, but just be careful, girl. Like, protect yourself. What was the cool song? So, they sing the landlord's daughter song, which was creepy but fun at the same time, and he's just not having any of it, and he oh, goes up yeah. to his room. But then we get another song where like everyone in the like the teenagers of the town are like singing this super chill song about sex. Oh yeah, it is. It's magnet. Magnet. <laughs> it's magnet. Magnet just oozes sex. Magnet just makes appearances through this whole movie, and it's one of one of the eight million things that makes this movie Oscar worthy every single year. <laughs> <laughs> I want this movie to just be nominated for every Oscar every year. That's so, my ideal. <laughs> the cop goes out wandering, and he runs across like an island orgy, like everybody just having sex or crying over graves naked. Yeah. Yes, yes, sobbing on tombstones is what I wrote. No one, and nobody, like, everybody seems to notice the cop, but nobody cares. Like, no one seems affected that he's there. They're just like, no, we're going to just keep on fucking and crying on these graves. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it is, right? This is life. I mean, that's like Tuesday nights for us. Go out to the local <laughs> graveyard, and we don't. I'm so, we don't do that. That's 
I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry about that. Oh, Jesus, that is we we shut it off when when he got to the grave and there was, like, some sort of skin hanging from a plant. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what was happening there. To uh, all I wrote is what is happening. Magnet is killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, magnet. I can't help it. I told you all of these are magnet. So there's a there's a young dude who's like offered up to the innkeeper's uh, daughter. Yeah. Um. I wrote that I would love to drink at this place, but not rent a room. Like, <laughs> I'll come, I'll come stay for the songs and some drinks, but I'm going to my own house after this because I do not trust. Although I'm a chick, I would probably be in on all of the shenanigans going on in this town. Who boy, there's a lot. Would you do Willow's dance? Let's talk about Willow's dance. I mean, it's later in the movie, but let's just jump into that. So real Willow, quick. like. One of their beliefs on this island is that, like, to to get pregnant without, like, having sex. And so I think she's trying to, like, get pregnant. Through the wall? Like, through her <laughs> seduction through the wall. But she does this, like, crazy dance. She looks like this Bridget Bardot wannabe type. Like, she has that big, like, beautiful poofy hair and those big teeth and there's a little gap. She, You know what? She looks like Bridget Bardot. But she's, like, full-out naked, just, like, banging on the wall, but, like, dancing and, like, smacking her ass and then, like, just I, I labeled thrusting it against the wall. Willow's interpretive sex slap dance. Because she slaps really, everything in the room. It was, yeah, she did. Like, if it was, it was, like, stomp, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting her to put garbage can lids on her feet and start walking around. Would love to see a live performance of this movie. Oh my god, there was a scene where there was like snails having sex. That was during that when. Yeah. So the uh, Christopher Lee character gives like, I guess in this version it's a short speech, but there's like a long speech that he gives that's like really in depth about like, I want to be an animal because animals, I don't know, don't. Hurt, like hurt each other they just numblessly go through things I don't know yeah I'm sorry I'm looking something up right now um I did write Sergeant Holly wait the snail sex reminded me of this okay Isabella Rossellini who is this Italian actress who was in Blue Velvet and a bunch of other shit <coughs> she did this series of shorts a while ago called Green Porno where she would dress up as animals and like they were little five minute videos and she would like <laughs> narrate what their sex was, what their mating ritual really? was. But like, yeah, and it was great. And so she did one of snails one time. And so just seeing the snail sex <laughs> reminded me of that. And I wanted to look up green porno. It's really did funny. Did she do a turtle sex? I'm sure she did. Because turtles make the cutest noises while they're doing it. And they're just My old sister-in-law and I would, like, sit and just watch them. Like, they were so <laughs> funny. They were so good. Um, oh, so then we run to the Maypole song. So they're doing the Maypole dance, which I did not aware, was not aware that the Maypole represented... A big old dick. Like, I knew it represented, like... Fertility? 
Maybe, yeah, I mean, like, maybe in the back of my mind. Like, I knew it represented fertility, I guess, and, like, rebirth and whatever, but I guess I never knew that the maypole was, like, it a dick. <laughs> it a dick. It a dick. He I've goes, done a maypole dance before with really? the ribbons. Yeah. Where? Where? On my cult island. Did I never tell you about it? <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, the so the the cop goes to the school, right? And yes. like the blackboard has like magic stones and shit written on it, like different like stone names and what their powers are and shit, and that was written on the blackboard and I don't know, that was a little detail I caught cuz it was related to rocks <laughs> and <laughs> I saw it, and uh, so he looks in the teacher's book, and Rowan's name is, like, in the attendance book. Even though everyone's still denying Even that Rowan ever. exists. Or so that was basically there. when we stopped. So then we... Return to Wicker Man. <laughs> Return to Wicker Man. So here we go. Um, we start with the little girl, and she has a sore throat, and so the nurse or whoever just pops a frog in her mouth. Yeah, let me just say. Pops it back out. I didn't expect the, it to get old, any more insane. That old remedy. We start with a toad in the mouth, and then we go to a place with four skins in a jar. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we're back into the yeah. insanity. He, at one point, he goes to, like, whatever, I guess what would be, like, the clerk, and he goes, I'd like to see your index of death, please. Same. Like, can I just walk up to anyone in the world and say that? No, you need credentials. You need Christopher Lee's approval. And she had these crazy, like, modern, like, mod Princess Leia buns. Yeah. She had, like, some bangs, and they were way lower on her head, and it was pretty awesome, you guys. It was a really good book. I really liked it. Um, yeah, jar of foreskins, very large, nice. Oh, and the old guy who had the jar of foreskins, he sounded like he was Robin Williams' inspiration for Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, he had, like, ooh, hello, sweetie. Like, I can't do Would you like right some now. foreskins? That doesn't sound like Mrs. I'm Doubtfire. I'm sorry, I don't get, I can't do Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, I couldn't either, you guys. No one can do Mrs. Doubtfire except Robin Williams and that guy. Um... <laughs> I wrote magnet in big letters again that took up about half of my page. With hearts on it, just like a There's middle school kid in love with a Naked man. witch yoga. Can I say that... I'm, I guess I'm saying that. So the Nicolas Cage version, I don't know if there was a lot less sex involved or very little, but I did not remember... Because I've seen the Nicolas Cage one... And I don't remember this much, like, sexual nudity or, like, the whole concept being about, like, sex and fertility. And 70s was a weird time, man. Yeah, it was. This, this, honestly, like, these kind of movies. There's this one, I always forget the fucking name of it. It's with Alan Alda, and it's about witches or demons. And it's in the 70s, and it's so good. And it has that same weird-ass, like unsettling, creepy feeling. It's so good. Um, Christopher Lee's hair, this whole movie is batshit bananas. I it's love amazing. it. It looks like a game show host. I love it. They zoom where <laughs> Rowan's body... Oh, so they finally admit that like Rowan was there, but she was killed, right? Yeah. And so 
But no one can produce a death certificate. No one knows how she died. She's just dead. So he exhumes her body. There's a rabbit in it. So he goes to like confront Christopher Lee because he's kind of the leader of the town a he's little bit. He's the cult bit. leader, let's be honest. Um, walks in. That's when Christopher Lee is wearing his little, his kilt, amazing socks, plaid socks. He has this like, smart smart like i forget what it's called it might be like a morning um uh, i forget what it's called it's like a morning jacket is that what it's called it's got the tails kind of yeah um, i think so but it's a little tighter around the Shit, what's the waist. The, is it ascot he's thing? wearing an ascot but like a big frilly puffy one yeah i said you know <laughs> things on this island were getting a little dicey I was talking, like, the policeman, he might want to call the fire department because Christopher Lee's wardrobe is on fire. (laughs) Oh. But for real, he should call for backup because this island is insane and, like, he needs to get the fuck off. Get off that island. These people are crazy. Do not... (sighs) Can I say, I have a point. Wait. So, Sergeant Holly loves cramming his Christian believes down everyone's throats, which bothered me. He does. I almost, I'm okay with him dying because these talented people had their own thing going on. They're doing just fine and they're living their own religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then he comes down and is spouting off Jesus Christ, this Catholic, this, why are you teaching this? Like these people on the island have their jam. Let them jam it. Mm -hmm. Their jelly jam. Must be jelly, because Jim don't shake. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Can we celebrate May Day? As in, how they do in Wicker Man besides killing somebody. Like, can we dress in animal masks? Absolutely not. And dance around a May Day pool? No. Why? That was the most terrifying May Day, any parade I've ever seen in my... But it's how it should be, maybe. Um, what do they do for May Day parades now? There are. I don't know. We have to go to like Finland or wherever they celebrate that. Does America even oh, celebrate? So there's like pictures every year of like, you know, little Miss Crop Dusters. <laughs> 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 1964. And uh, so every year there's a picture of like her and the crops, but. The year this girl was little Miss Crop Duster, her picture is missing. Well, he goes and finds out that the crops that year, he like gets the negative or something and reprints it. And he finds out that the crops were bad. And oh my God, that must be why they sacrificed this little girl was because the crops were bad that year. Well, I think he knew at that point that she wasn't dead. Like he was still just looking for Oh yeah, they were going to kill her because the May days when they do it. Um, I, 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 there's a lot of creepy animal masks. Like, so he's about to leave the island. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm leaving y'all. Bye. And, um, he goes in his little plane and it won't start. So he has to come back. But like, Everyone starts popping up, like, behind Like, slowly, hedges, two heads, two heads, with, animals. With, like, these freaky-ass animals. I think they were really well made. They were terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's like what what I imagine, like, the strangers would wear if they were breaking into my house. They wear just sacks on their head. 
Or like oh, a white mask. The baby there was doll the one masks. dude. Like the dude had like a sack, and then the two had baby doll masks. God, do you remember how fucking terrifying Stranger Things is? 2 comes out this year? There's a trailer. Strang- you should watch Strangers it. Strangers 2? Yeah. Is it Stranger Things? Oh, sorry, Strangers 2 comes out this year. Oh my god. We'll watch the trailer after this. Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh, that movie almost gave me anxiety attacks. It always scary. does. Speaking of anxiety attacks, this movie almost gave me one too. What? Um, so. Uh, <sighs> So he's in his plane, it's not working, and then he's like, yo, old guy who just rode me to the plane, come take me back to your freaky-ass island, because my plane won't start. I would just stay in that fucking (laughs) plane and, like, row myself, paddle my little hands away from there, like, bye, you guys are fucking nuts. Goodbye. Yeah. Don't stay on Cult Island. Get it up. Get off of Cult Island. Get I like off. how there's one point he's searching the whole island and he goes on like a big shipping ship. Like my thought was, yeah. get the fuck out on that shipping ship. Yeah, I know. Take me back. Take me down. Off Cult Island. <laughs> Cult Island. Because <laughs> we're going to kill me and be sacrificed. So he decides he's going to take the place of the jester because we have the jester, the weird dragon dude, and the cross-dressing man as the people that lead the parade. So yeah, we have like this big little like festival that's happening, and the music it reminded me. You know, it reminded me of what the the music from that the wedding scene in Willow when like the dogs come. I love Willow. Just kill everyone. Yeah. Do you remember how freaky that was when you were watching that as a kid? Willow was fucking crazy. That movie is bananas. The part I remember the most, I know we're getting out of this movie, but is when, uh, who's the, Vin, no, Val, is it Val Kilmer? Yeah. He's like in the cage and he's trying to convince, oh, Mad Morgan. Yeah. He's trying to convince them to let him out. I like that scene sticks with me so much. And then he fights with the two fairies. I love that kind of, that. Ugh. Adrian and I always say, I will consult the bones. Because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, <laughs> the little wizard guy. I will consult the bones. <laughs> consult the bones. <laughs> and then we often will send each other uh, pictures of Burglecut, who was the big fat one who, like, the bird kept shitting on all the time. It was, like, the bully. Burglecut, y'all. Willow is not talked about enough in life. It's so good. Yeah, it is. Much like this movie, though. Like, yeah. I kind of want everyone to see this movie, too. Um, Christopher Lee in this scene is wearing, wearing a very understated yellow turtleneck. And at first, I didn't quite understand the fashion choice. But then he, like, accessorized it with this, like, really Jacket. nice lavender purple scarf. Yeah. It looked really good. Uh, and then later, he's wearing a fucking dress. And I came up with his drag name. What's his drag name? <laughs> so he's got to be wearing, like, fur. Right? Yeah. Okay. christopher Lee. Ooh, I like it. Christopher yeah. Lee Fontaine. Well, that's, like, already almost taken. I know. What? I like Christopher Oceus. I like it. Christopher Oceus. Christopher Oceus Lee. Anyways, there's coffins everywhere. In the bakery, they're, like, making the giant bread man, but he's in a coffin-shaped 
Couldn't we do that on our May Day celebration? Make a giant coffin-shaped bread man. Can I make it in my Instant Pot? Yes. Instant Pot pot bread man. Then I can do it if I can do it in my Instant Pot. Um, So Christopher, or our, our sergeant here, has been tricked the whole time. He was duped, and basically he was the sacrifice, and he didn't know it, and he played into all their plans... They had been playing him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then we get the infamous Wicker Man scene, where the movie gets its name. Burning Man 2020, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. So I thought about this during the other Wicker Man, and I thought even more about it this now. This Wicker Man is fucking construction is amazing. Mm-hmm. Because if you have, like, there's a cow above the sergeant when he's trapped inside. There's animals all over that are heavy. And you have a giant man, and you light the legs on fire, and even after it's burning, it doesn't topple over. It doesn't matter. But, like, <laughs> have you seen some of the feats of engineering from, like, long ago that it's like, how did how did they know how to do that? Mathematically, they shouldn't have known how to, how to do that at this time. How did they know how to do this? Because we don't even know how to do this. It's amazing. Every it's time incredible. I sit in a wicker chair... So when I was a kid, our neighbors had a wicker chair, one of those big ones with the backs. I have one. I fell through it because it was old and falling apart. And I think about that every time I see either of these wicker men. I'm like, wicker does not age well. Well, it doesn't matter. They build it and burn it, so. I had, like, a Morticia Adams wicker chair, like the one that, like, goes big on top. (sighs) I gave it to my friend, and I've never seen it. Did you let them borrow it, or did you give it to them? I think I gave it to them. Oh, we'll find you a good wicker chair, baby. I mean, I think I got it for free, so... <laughs> no worries. Baby. We need a good wicker man chair in the basement. <gasps> what if it's, like, shaped like a man, but the center is, like, cut out with oh, a cushion? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what if, like, Nicolas Cage's face was, like, woven, the bees. woven into, like, the wicker? <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. Is it? Do you see that... They made a thing where you could put Nicolas Cage in almost any movie. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I would love to see every movie with him. <laughs> I wish I could have shown you the Nicolas Cage one first, because the Nicolas Cage one is bad, but it's almost good because of how bad it is. This movie is just good. I loved it. That one, I'm glad I saw it first, because I can really appreciate this one. I feel like if I show you the Nicolas Cage one now, you're going to be like, this ruined it for me. So, baby, what song are you singing when you're getting burned to death in a giant wicker man by an island full of crazy cult people? Wait, is it, does it have to be a magnet song? No, he was singing the, like, 23rd Psalm or something. Like... Oh. Well, I wouldn't be singing that. Yeah, I, I know. What song would you be singing to your death if that happened to you? <sighs> Do you have an idea? Probably The Weight by the band. It's just a very soothing song to me, and it's just like, take a load off. I'd probably sing like something like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, my God. And then I would just stare longingly down at Christopher Lee as he burns me. And he'd be like, peace, motherfucker. My crop's gonna be good this year. No. Oh, yeah. That's the last note I have. But what about the next season's harvest? I want to know if it worked. (laughs) This movie was amazing. I loved it. Like, 
I hope people don't talk shit about this movie. I've never heard anyone talk shit about this. But I also don't know a lot of people that have talked about this at all. So I don't think the I knows. really liked it. But like I said, I have a very soft spot in my heart for these weird <coughs> these weird seventies movies that are like psychological but have to do with like the cults and things like yeah. that. I love them. They're so creepy and like they do such a good job of making you feel like, like on edge and I love it. I, love it. I just don't know. I feel like a lot of people would fight this being a horror movie, but I think for the seventies, definitely it was a horror movie. I would call it a horror movie. It's a psychological horror. It's creepy. Movie. I don't know. Even the songs are just creepy enough, but they're still beautiful. Magnet for life. I. I'm, Do you want to get magnet tattoos? I want to get a magnet <laughs> magnet. <gasps> a magnet magnet! <laughs> no, I don't want a magnet tattoo. I want a magnet magnet. Or a magnet bumper sticker. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. I love this movie. I, I really too. do. I think it's super good. It reminds me of a movie that like I would have watched with my grandma when I was little. Because I watched all of these weird ass movies with my grandma when I was young. And, like, this is exactly one of the ones I would have watched. There's a lot of sex in this. Would you have watched it with that much sex? I mean, probably. Like, I don't know. It's actually no... Well, then, no, there is sex. There's just a lot of nudity, mostly. I mean, I saw Terminator when I was five. Like, I saw a lot of things that were probably not (laughs) I've seen some things. I've... Well, young little six-year-old me. Boy, the things I've seen! (laughs) Do you have any other notes you want to bring up? I just fucking love this movie. I'm so glad we watched it. I can't wait to find the soundtrack and just jam it every day. Yeah. I also agree that this movie is amazing. Please, everyone, watch this movie. You should have watched it beforehand. But if you haven't watched it, watch it now. It's so good. It seems a little long, but it's still so good. I love it. I loved it. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Yeah, thanks. We'll be back very soon, and happy May Day. Don't get burned to death in a giant wicker statue, y'all. It's also very far away from May right now, so whatever. Ah! Bye. Bye. Bye.